You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, episode 59. I'm going to be talking about cleaning products, the good, the bad, the ugly, and give you a recipe to make your own beautiful lemon soft scrub soap. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hello, I hope you're having a great day. My name is Liz Fulcher. I'm the host of the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, and I hope that wherever you are, Whatever you're doing, you're having a great day. Thank you so much for being here with me and giving me some of your precious time. Today, I'm going to be talking about green cleaning and specifically how to make a lemon soft scrub. Before I get into that good stuff, I have one announcement. I have been graciously invited to speak about hydrosols by the Canadian Federation of Aromatherapists, CFA. My talk will be on Wednesday, November 15th, 2022 at 7 p.m. USA Eastern Time. The title of my presentation is 10 Therapeutic Uses for Hydrosols. So I'll put a link where you can register in the show notes, of course, today. If you're a member of CFA, it is free. If you are not a member, it's only $25. And of course, if you love hydrosols, you also want to check out my online course called Hydrosols for Health. So link to all that good stuff in today's show notes. All right, let's talk about cleaning. Who doesn't love to clean? (laughs) Me, I don't love to clean, but I sure do love a clean house. So those of you that ran out of the room, come back, come back. It'll be worth it, I promise. So if you are currently cleaning your home with commercial cleaning products, and by that I mean the kind of products that you would buy in the supermarket or the big box stores, I really invite you to rethink your purchases. I used to think, oh, well, if they're sold in the supermarkets or if they're sold in the store, they're fine. They're they're going to be safe. Of course, that was very naive of me. And Once I started to make my own cleaning products, initially I did it to save money, truthfully. Then I realized what a benefit I was giving myself and my environment, by that I mean my planet, by making my own products. Then I really started digging in and doing research on why you should not be using a lot of commercial cleaners. Now, you'll have to check for your country what's available, but there are natural cleaning products out there. And If you're spending money on buying your own cleaning products, buy those. But if you'd rather save money by making your own, they are very, very easy to make. And a lot of the ingredients you probably already have in your home. So here are four reasons why I personally don't like to use most of the commercial cleaning products that I find in, again, like in the supermarket. Number one, these products are going to enter my lungs and absorb in my skin. Even if I'm using gloves, I'm breathing it in. And so it's still getting in through the mucous membranes. 
the mucous membrane, which is the inside lining of our body. So in, if you, you can feel your own mucous uh, membranes. If you put your finger inside your mouth, you feel that slimy, soft tissue. That is mucous membrane. And it is the fastest place to absorb anything in your body. That is why, for example, if someone's having a heart attack and they give them nitroglycerin, they tell them, put it under your tongue for quick absorption. I mean, to go dark, that's why people take cocaine and rub it into their gums, again, because it's a really quick way to absorb anything into your system. So when you're breathing, the products that you're cleaning with, they're going into your nose, and if your mouth is open, into your mouth, and being absorbed very quickly into your system. So that was number one, the products enter my lungs, absorb in my skin if I'm not wearing gloves. The second reason I don't like to use a lot of commercial cleaning products is there's a risk of exposing not just me, but my family and my pets to the toxins. When I wash the floor with a nasty commercial cleaner, my animals are walking on the floor and that their little feet can absorb that. Uh, if they're eating something off the floor, I don't know why. Animals randomly lick the floor or they eat something off the floor. And of course, they're licking the floor as they're doing that. Number three, one way or another, your products will end up in Mother Earth, usually through the water system. I have read, this is not a cleaning product, but Roundup is a weed killer that is used extensively here in the United States. It is very toxic, and it also gets into our water. And I have read somewhere, I truly cannot remember the percentage, but a large percentage of most of us in the United States have some degree of Roundup in our systems because of it's in the water. By the way, stop doing that. Just put vinegar on your weeds. Anyway, coming back to number three. I beg your pardon, that was number three. Number four, with my shopping dollars, I'm voting to keep those products on the shelf. So you always vote with your money. If you're buying organic, if you're buying natural, if you're buying healthy, that's voting with your dollars. Wherever you spend money, that is what the the people who produce products want to know. What do people want? Oh, look, nobody's buying that nasty old cleaning product over there anymore. Instead, uh, they're buying something else. So I guess we'll take that off the shelf. Oh, look, everybody's buying vinegar all of a sudden. Let's produce more vinegar. So that's a really sort of probably stupid example. But I do think you get my point. So the four reasons are the products enter your lungs, absorb in your skin. There's a risk of exposing family and pets to chemical toxins. One way or another, those products end up in our earth, in our water, and then in our bodies. And number four, you vote with your shopping dollars. All right, let's take a look at some of the health hazards that we are exposed to when we use a lot of these commercial cleaning products uh, that come from their nasty ingredients. Some will create skin or respiratory irritation, watery eyes, chemical burns, even hormonal disruptions. Some products are associated with chronic or long-term effects, even cancer. The Mayo Clinic warns that formaldehyde in our household and personal care products can irritate the respiratory system, cause skin reactions, and trigger heart palpitations. Did you know that formaldehyde is in a lot of cleaning products? Formaldehyde is also what is used to embalm people after they've passed on to preserve the bodies until the funeral, especially if it's an open casket. 
This is a purely anecdotal story. But I went to high school with a, a girl whose father was the local undertaker, had a very popular, very busy funeral business, and he passed away from cancer. And I've often wondered if it was because he was exposed to formaldehyde for decades. According to the EPA, which is the Environmental Protection Agency here in the United States, toxic chemicals in household cleaners cause people working at home, ready, to have a 55% higher risk of cancer than people who work outside the home. Can you imagine people who clean for a living? There are plenty of people who uh, come into homes, clean as a, as a service. And if they're using these commercial cleaners hours and hours every day, think of the risk. I had a cleaning lady for a time. I don't, I sort of can't justify it right now because I'm always home. I gave her the products to clean with. I did not want her to use the stuff that she brought. There are fragrances that are added to a lot of cleaners, they, especially laundry detergents, uh, fabric softeners. I can smell when someone walks into a room that they have fabric softener on their clothing because I'm so unused to it that it really hits me. These fragrances can cause respiratory irritation, headache, sneezing in individuals, especially if you're allergic. Here's a figure. The EPA warns that our homes are 70 times more toxic than being outside. Doesn't that mean that the dirt in the house is less toxic than the chemicals you use to remove it? I'm not telling you don't clean because we need to clean. There are also problems that come with an unclean home. But for goodness sake, if you're going to clean, do it with really simple ingredients. Somewhere we've gotten this idea that if I buy kaboom to clean my bathroom, it will be cleaner than if I use vinegar and baking soda and Castile soap. That is wrong. That is just incorrect. Natural green cleaning is affordable and it is easy. So you don't have to spend a lot of money to keep your home clean, toxic free, and above all, really smelling terrific. All right, let's move into a more positive vibe here. Let's talk about some must-have natural cleaning ingredients for your homemade recipes. Number one, baking soda. Baking soda is so great for absorbing and eliminating odors. It is a little bit abrasive, so it's great for scrubbing. In other words, when I do my the dishes, if something's kind of really stuck on the pan, of course, I let it soak for a little bit. Then I drain out the water, and in the um, dish, I put baking soda and Castile soap, and then I scrub. And the baking soda is abrasive enough that it comes, it cleans really easily. It also absorbs grease. So if you're doing a, a greasy pan, baking soda is terrific. I use baking soda for scrubbing countertops, sinks, bathtubs. It's one of the primary ingredients in the lemon soft scrub recipe that I'm going to give you here in a minute. You can do a lot with baking soda. Heck, just look at the box. And usually there are a hundred different things you can do with it listed right on the box. Number two, get yourself some white distilled vinegar. You can get this in every supermarket around the world. Wherever you're listening, I know that you've got it. Buy a big jug because you're going to use it for everything. It does have a strong vinegar smell because it's vinegar. My son hates that smell. The beautiful thing about vinegar is it evaporates very quickly and the smell doesn't last long. Of course, it's a super cheap cleaning ingredient. And not only that, but it is naturally antibacterial and naturally antifungal. Vinegar can cut grease. 
and dissolve mineral deposits. So if you have a buildup, if you've got hard water, for example, sometimes you get a buildup of mineral deposits. Vinegar will help dissolve that. I use vinegar to clean my coffee pot, my teapot. Now you want to be careful if you have a natural stone surface. For example, I have granite countertops in my kitchen. I avoid vinegar at all costs. The acid in the vinegar will damage the surface. So you want to be careful with granite, marble, soapstone, especially if it has a really lovely shiny surface if it's been polished because the vinegar is not its friend. Next, liquid castile soap. This is actually number three. So number one was baking soda, two is vinegar, three is liquid castile soap. You can buy castile soap in a, a bar or you can buy it in a liquid form. I buy liquid castile soap by the gallon. I'll usually use Dr. Bronner's, which is a brand that's very easy to find here in the United States. And I use it for so much. My husband likes it in the shower. We use it to clean the animals, the floors, laundry. It's got a thousand uses and it's fabulous for cleaning. You can just squirt some in the in your dishes, in your bathtub, in your sink and give it a scrub. It's all clean. Castile soap lifts dirt and grime. It also cuts grease. It's great on stains. So if you want to, before you do the laundry, if you want to put a little castile soap on the stain, that will help get it out. This is a must-have for any kind of soap recipes, DIY soap recipes. So foaming soaps, dish soap, as I said, cleaning your body, your pets. Uh, for my pets, I don't actually wash my cats, I'll tell you the truth. I wash my son's dog's and my former dog, my former dog, my sweet little sassy, who is my pet that's passed on, she was a pug, and I used to wash her with Dr. Bronner's for children. That was great for her uh, sensitive skin. You can also use the bars of Castile in laundry detergent recipes. Now, my husband, James, I love him dearly, but he's a little bit nuts. He loves to do these hardcore survival trainings where he'll go out into the woods and use mud on his body for camouflage and learn how to survive in the woods with just debris and whatever. I go to the Hilton, thank you very much. So he loves that. However, he washes in ponds, rivers, streams. There is no running water when he does these trainings. So he always brings a small bottle of liquid Castile soap for washing his hair and his body. It is biodegradable. It will not hurt the environment. So for you campers, that is something to think about. Even for doing your dishes, you can throw the water right into the bushes and it won't hurt anything. I would not do that with Dawn dishwashing liquid, for example. And finally, Number four, let's talk about essential oils in cleaning products. Essential oils make an amazing contribution to your cleaning products. They are antibacterial, antifungal, antiviral, antimicrobial. They have so many wonderful qualities that you want to add to a cleaning product, and they smell amazing. And the other thing that's fabulous about using essential oils in a cleaning product, especially if you're using the citrus essential oils, is they are boosting your immunity while you're cleaning. If someone in your neighborhood is new, has just moved into their home, or they've had just had a baby, a really nice gift is a little basket full of homemade cleaning products so that they are using safe things around the baby or so they're using safe things in their home. The other thing that's nice about homemade cleaning products made with essential oils is 
It's one way to get someone like your old grandma who will not use that aromatherapy stuff, but she will use your soft scrub because you made it and it smells good anyway. And you are boosting her immunity and exposing her to something positive. So if there's somebody who's kind of resistant to doing, quote unquote, doing aromatherapy, uh, making a natural cleaning product for them is, is really quite a nice gift. Okay, now that you are convinced it's worth it to make your own cleaning products, your next question will be, Liz, what essential oils should I use in my cleaners? The first thing I would recommend is to use up essential oils that are coming to the end of their shelf life because you don't really want to use them after they have expired and they can be hard on the skin, in particular, the monoterpene chemical family. All the citruses are in the monoterpene family, cypress, tea tree, those are all great for uh, cleaning. So any of the conifers, any of the citruses, they tend to go bad first. They tend to oxidize actually is what happens. And so use those up when they're coming to the end of the shelf life. Beyond that, I love cleaning with lemon. And lemon has such great antibacterial and antiviral properties. It's also an effective degreaser. So you can use lemon essential oil for disinfecting your the cutting boards, of course, your countertops, hard surfaces. You can add uh, lemon right into your vinegar. Again, watch those hard surfaces if they're made of stone. I love to use orange because it smells so good. Another great degreaser. I like to use tea tree, although not everyone loves the aroma of tea tree. So if I use it, there's usually a specific reason. I'm not going to get too much in depth in this particular episode about what each essential oil does in cleaning, but I will recommend the oils. So tea tree is great, but I don't love the smell when I'm cleaning with it. So I might add cypress, rosemary, lemon to the tea tree. Rosemary is another really nice one to use in cleaning um, products. Lavender is okay, but I would tend to use it more if I'm cleaning the bedroom. Peppermint is superb for cleaning. Cinnamon, cinnamon's great because it kills all sorts of nasty things. However, it's, it's high in aldehydes, which can be really hard on your hands. So for example, if you're going to make a soft scrub with cinnamon, always wear gloves when you use that soft scrub. Eucalyptus, and lemongrass. That's another great one for cleaning products. Okay, I'm going to now give you the recipe for a soft scrub that I have been making and using for about 12 years. In fact, I wrote a blog post in 2009 when my grandson was three, showing a picture of him making a soft scrub for his mama for Mother's Day. I've since updated the blog post. I'm going to put that link in the show notes, but I couldn't find that picture. So I had to put a use a different picture in the graphic, but it's so great to make this stuff with children, with grandchildren, because it teaches them about green cleaning. Plus it's a fun project and they can give them away as gifts. So I've called this lemon essential oil soft scrub, but it can also be called using up any essential oils that are getting old soft scrub. Here's the recipe. You ready? And of course, this will be in the show notes. One half cup of baking soda. The weight of that would be 60 grams. Two tablespoons of liquid Castile soap. I love Dr. Bronner's. One tablespoon of white vinegar. 
10 drops of lemon essential oil or any essential oil. You could even do two drops of lemon, two drops of orange, two drops of tea tree, but about 10 drops. Mix everything together in a bowl and it should become the consistency of icing, like icing for a cake. If it's too dry, add a little bit more of the liquid soap. And if it's too wet, add a little bit more baking soda. You can use this to clean stovetops, sinks, your bathtubs. I always keep my soft scrub in a Tupperware container, a plastic container with the lid closed. And then what I do is I have one under the sink in every bathroom in my home and in the kitchen. So I always have one that I just have to reach under and use it. It has happened to me that I have a bathroom I don't use as often and it has dried out. The soft scrub has dried out and it gets hard and cracks. Don't throw it away. You can bring it back to life with water, add a little vinegar, add a little... You need liquid, basically, and it will bring it back to its original, wonderful cleaning self. I did say to put it in plastic. If you're using high aldehyde essential oils like lemongrass, like cinnamon, even clove, they could eat the plastic. So in that case, you might want to keep it in a glass jar. But be careful because you're working with a soapy product and water and it could slip out of your hands. So just be mindful not to break it because then you'll have a whole different kind of mess to clean up. The recipe that I gave you is a small quantity, kind of a one-time use. You can certainly triple, quadruple that so that you have enough to put in all the different sinks in your home. So there you have it. I sure hope this was informative, that it gave you some insight into ways that you can improve your life, improve your wellness, improve the quality of what you're using in your home by making your own green cleaning products. Speaking of smelly products, how about we smell my life? If you're new to the Aromatic Wisdom podcast, Smell My Life is a little segment I always like to add toward the end of the episode and share some way in which I had an aromatic experience in my life. So I recently had a birthday. October 16th was my birthday. Yes, I am a Libra. And I received such a beautiful gift from my dear friend, Sue. I've known Sue for about 30 years. She and her husband just came back from a long trip through Canada. And she brought me back an incredible bar of soap. And it is with carrot and palmarosa. Now, I was excited thinking that there was carrot seed essential oil. And here I love carrot seed. It's actually carrot juice, but it is the most beautiful bar of soap physically. It's it's beautiful. It's got calendula in it, and there are little flowers in it. And what I love is the label is in French. I love languages. I don't really speak French. I speak Italian, but I understand a lot of French, and it doesn't matter. I just love looking at words in French because they're so beautiful and exotic and not American. <laughs> I'll take a picture of the bar of soap and I'll put it in the show notes, which you'll see on, uh, if you go to aromaticwisdompodcast.com forward slash 59, you'll see the picture. But it says, Savon artisanal fema, which I know means handmade soap for the hands. And then it's got the ingredients in the back, docus carota, which I know is carrot, it's carrot. Uh, it's got juice, juice de carotte. I'm sure that anyone who speaks French is laughing right now. Please go right ahead and laugh. Anyway, here's the here's the exciting part. Simbapogan Martini Var Motia, Eau Essentielle de Palmarosa, and Calendula. 
Oh, it also has kaolin, which is a kind of a clay, but it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful bar of soap. I'm so excited you brought this for me. And of course, I have a real dilemma. I don't want to use it. If I use it, then it will be gone. So I just keep hanging on to it. It's actually starting to get a little like cat hair on it and things because I have it sitting around my desk. I pick it up and I smell it. So anyway, Smell My Life this week was about my birthday bar of soap. Thank you, Sue. To my listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with me for yet another episode. If you would like to support the podcast, would not hurt my feelings a bit, patreon.com forward slash aromatic wisdom. Don't forget, November 15th is my talk on hydrosols. Everything's in the show notes. And I'll remind you about the uh, hydrosols talk in every episode until the event. Until next time, my friend, be happy and be well.